Okay, so keeping with tradition, we'll start with me, then go to Chris, then to Aaron, and then to Paul. Uh, Chris, I'm going to play around today with a little fun. Chris, I'm going to have you start. Uh, I'm going to have you guess our three scores before we go ahead. And, uh, there you go. There we go. Fun. Yeah, there uh, we go. I'm going to give Yoshi, you're going to rank it at like a 7-9. Aaron's going to give it like a 6. And then Paul is going to give us a tearied <laughs> reason why it's a 9. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <okay>. hilarious that's, <laughs> that's actually pretty funny okay that is pretty so, funny yosh is up first and chris you were a little high yosh oh, gives high. it a 6.9 from yosh okay. okay. so, name first right okay got it i yep. just want to make sure yep. want to make sure i got the got chris right. you're up i wrote ida <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Wrote, this gives it an 8.7. Woo! Borderline Ooh, master. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> this is going to be a fascinating conversation. Okay, Aaron, man. Chris was extremely on point. Oh, oh my God. Point one. He was point one off. Wow. Wow. That's one of the people's lower rankings. Give me the tier well, nine. Were... Fuck. <laughs> no, God, it was funny because I, I, the, the funny thing you said, Chris, I said, yeah, could I, after I, I finished, I said, um, yeah, how can I explain that this is a nine or greater? I can't. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Well, so okay, so this is a this is a rarity here. Just for our our podcast listeners, uh, Yosh six point nine, Chris eight point seven, Aaron yeah. five point nine, Paul seven point four. So we are all over the map and, and an unprecedented situation here. Chris <laughs> has given it the borderline masterpiece, yeah, and the rest of us have given it below a seven five. That's yeah, that's it's rare. A, it's it's a, like flipped. Normally yeah, it's, it's like the a, opposite. Yeah. Chris usually comes in with the five point whatever, yeah. and we're like, "Chris, what are you doing?" This is a, it's going to be well, about seven. Maybe this two. is a good sign. Twenty twenty one is going to be flipped two. on twenty twenty's head. Yeah, this is like All a right. seven. The final Chris score. is going to have the most masterpieces yeah. in twenty twenty one. Seven two. That's kind of weird. Right. So so Paul was the closest. Oh, should we keep track this year? That might be fun. Remember, oh, actually, you know, Chris? you know, it's funny. It's you're actually raising a great point because I am keeping track as we do this. Yes, yeah. uh, so in, if, keeping if my, track in the in the sense of whoever gets closest to the mean correct. average. Yeah, we want to make sure that we are. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay, um, so give a point to Paul then. Paul had, Paul gets one point because uh, he was point two off. So we'll we'll keep this. Will be a, another game that the dead cinema starts. Oh, I love games. Uh, so Blair's. yeah, games, games are fun. Layers so, of competition. So, yes. So Paul's in the lead <laughs> one to zero to zero to zero to start us off in 2021. Uh, um, sure okay. Wow. This is fun. This makes this yeah. fun because of how varied we are. Um, I have no choice but to start with Chris. Um, I'm going to ask you as, as the history buff to first yes. uh, get, get a historic conversation started. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because I was thinking about this as I was kind of coming up with my prep uh of like you know what was 1960s poland like what were the jews like how are they treated because like yeah during the war obviously you you sold people out if you had you know if you had to or if you were a vindictive person but like after wartime you know the nuremberg trials happened all of these kind of reparations that didn't happen in the communist states they almost were worse off 
because like 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 we saw uh the gentleman in the in the clip what happened happened and they didn't get reparations for it and like wealth was redistributed you know there was never any like major stuff like that if you basically if you killed a russian person you were more apt to get prosecuted than you were a jew because they were members of the state so wow. it was interesting to see like this kind of play out because you know it wasn't necessarily like swept under the rug obviously there were you know war tribunals and people got war crimes committed to them but like from a community standpoint and from a personal standpoint things weren't they weren't much different i mean people still went to the gulag for being dissenters and like that's what it was unfortunately it so you, people were going to the gulag post the the end oh, of the yeah. war, like post post Hitler. Yeah, Stalin kept putting people in the gulag. I mean, yeah, on that when, side. When was the yeah. Ukraine offensive when he basically drove tanks into Ukraine to like put down mm -hmm. an insurrection? I can't remember the actual. There's like a you know the Gol Golga offensive or something like that, but there is a specific area where it's like, oh, put down a violent insurrection with tanks, Stalin. Yeah. So, so, um, in accordance with, with the history is that, did that play into, uh, your like for the film or, or why eight, seven? What, what did you see here? I really liked the, I keep using the word embrace, but like the availability of the cinematographer to basically completely throw away the rule of thirds. We saw in this clip, like a lot of the action either takes place on one edge or something like that. And you're you're nodding your head or you're shaking your head, Aaron. But I love that. I love eschewing traditional awful, values. Dude. I love having what? to shift the subtitles because you get a sense of what this woman is going through. She is literally a uh, fish out of water. She doesn't know who. Yeah, Yosh. Oh, sorry. No, I don't want to interrupt that. Go ahead. Oh no, but I will interrupt. No, 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 that no wait, 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 no, 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 wait. No, that was a good Chris, you were saying something. She was a fish out of water. She was a bring fish us, out of water. Bring the context as to why you think that the, the choices of the cinematography worked. Because you got this kind of discordant feeling because she's always lived her life in a nonary. She's always been a part of a convent. She hasn't even had sinful thoughts about certain things. And she's thrust into this world where her aunt goes out and sleep with random people. She, you know, gets drunk, crashes a car, has like literally spends the night in jail, but ends up like getting away with it. She is so far and beyond removed from what her nunnery life would be. And we get to see that visually. It's very disorienting and it, because that's how she feels. Like the cinematography and everything matches the character. I, I would say that that would be, uh, you know, the easy explanation as to what why they did that. For me, it didn't feel like there was any justification for doing it. However, it didn't bother me. I did like it. Aaron, why did it bother you? Bothered me greatly. Um it was it was distracting i felt it was unnecessary and maybe this is um just to us because we're watching it with subtitles but you are getting subtitles through people's faces like it is extremely well, okay let's clarify here because i had the subtitles on the bottom but i read that in the actual movie the subtitles are on the top yeah and my subtitles were at the bottom and it was very uh, frustrating. Yes. It was frustrating. Were yours at the top, Chris? Mine switched. 
So it would be at the like bottom for certain forth? scenes, and then it would switch. Really? Where did yeah, you I watch mean, the clip it, I just showed? Huh. Uh, Amazon. <clears throat> oh, so you paid for it? Yeah, I paid a dollar. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, so right. Aaron, you and I watched it on, what was it, Tubi or whatever? Yeah, Tubi, yeah. yeah. Tubi was popular. So many Tubi ads. Tubi with ads. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So that's on us. We should have just paid the dollar then. But Yeah, we um, should have paid for it. But I, I'm still going to stand by the opinion that I don't think they were necessary. <laughs> In fact, they were very frustrating for me as a viewer. I wanted to see more of them or I wanted to see something else in the scene would you i don't know if this is on our soundboard yet but would you say that it was a <laughs> masturbatorial choice i don't a, have that on the soundboard yeah, a, <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna add that <laughs> i'm gonna write that down. it was oh my god that josh i i got frustrated because you know i'm a fan of putting the camera on sticks and just letting the actors go but not the entire movie you you this entire movie is on a tripod Yep. Literally, it's all still. And to me, it's like you're doing the extreme of of that technique. And not only that, you're trying very uh, obtuse angles and keeping the majority of your subject just on the edge of frame. And it's like, I don't want to see the tops of the building. Like, I really <laughs> felt removed from the characters. I felt removed from the situation. The woman jumped out of the window and committed suicide and i did not feel anything of course not that scene was awesome i, I love the way they did oh, that right there yeah no, it was the execution yes sorry aaron but i'm Go with you emotionally I mean, no and i was not at, at that point i was like oh thank god thank you i said oh wait <laughs> this is great oh the window's open oh she's gonna okay great because i didn't really care for the aunt uh at all the aunt for our east coast viewers uh um you know, I, I love the fact that this was a road movie, you know, and it's funny because the, like that, if the move, like what I wanted, and it's in Aaron, you make a great point because I am now the guy who says, I, I'm going to watch the characters themselves. I don't even need subtitles. I, I don't want subtitles. We as a society have watched so many silent movies to this point. It's almost like I don't even need the card, you know, and Yoshi and I were, were teasing yesterday about another movie that we may or may not see down the road. But I watched most of that movie, not really caring if there was a storyboard or, a, uh, you know, a, a dialogue card up for me to understand what was going on. It was easily conveyed exactly what was going on. And here, like the, the, the I was on board with this movie, which is why it got better than a seven for me, because that sort of machine-like element at the beginning with the forks hitting the plates at the nunnery. I was like, oh, is this what it's going to be, this life in, a, in the nunnery for the next... I, I didn't even look at the timestamp. I wanted like three more hours of slow burn. I could have watched nunnery all day long. And then it was sort of... It just started to deviate for me. I went, oh, God. And then what I don't know where I appeal to you and Yoshi is, okay, there's a little bit of cinematographic trickery going on here, and I don't know if it's good or bad. So this neutralizes any chance of an eight, but certainly gets me into a good range with this movie. I now need to get with the society and figure out if I miss something or not. Okay, so this is interesting to sort of put a cork on these on the 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 cinematography conversation we're having. It Chris loved it. 
Aaron hated it. Paul's kind of in the middle. Um, I would say that I'm in the middle, leaning towards liking it. Um, I, I liked, I liked it. It was, it was captivating. Um, I certainly didn't want to take my eyes off the screen at any point. And so since we're talking about the director of photography's work, we should mention his name. His name is Lucas Zal. He's, uh, he's been the DP of another film we've watched together. Any guesses? Uh, he wouldn't be able to tell. He wouldn't be able to tell. So I'm not going to hold, hold you to Italian it. Italian film? Nope. I'm thinking of ending things. Really? Uh, no wonder uh, I didn't uh, like it. Oh, wow. Uh, no okay. wonder you didn't uh, like okay. it. No wonder. So Aaron's not a fan of, <laughs> fan of Lucas's yeah. we'll I didn't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that camera work. Mm. Yeah. It's dry. So it, it's it, very still. Like I, I, it's, it's like a bad wine can, that I'm trying to convince myself to drink. I can understand why you might think it's masturbatorial and, and I could be convinced of that. Um, but that was the last thing that bothered me in the film. There was so much more that bothered me about this film. Yeah. I hated this movie. I hated it so much. I what loved, I gave it a, a, a 6.9. The reason uh, it got that high is because I'm a sucker for high contrast monochrome. I love the look of this film and, the, and I actually liked the cinematography. So it's interesting. Aaron and I hated this film for different reasons. Hate's a strong word. I don't care. I'm using it right now. I really did not enjoy the process of watching Veronimus this film. Yoke. And I am... <laughs> Hit it again. They didn't yep. hear. Hieronymus Yosh. Hieronymus Yosh. The first ever use of our soundboard. History right it. there. Um, no, now look. Uh, I, I'm a fan of this director because mm -hmm. I love the film Cold War. Has anyone seen Cold War? parts of it yeah right yeah keep going oh. so cold war 2018 this was his follow-up to Ida, and i think it's a much more actualized film and i think that mm -hmm. Ida serves as a sort of uh inspiration to what he would later make which is cold war specifically the jazz the jazz of this film you know it was here it was there Cold War, the whole movie is music. It's all based off of the Polish music scene and the French jazz scene. And I think that he made this film then was like, you know what? Those scenes stand out the most to me. I'm going to make a mm -hmm. whole movie centered around the music. And that's what Cold War ended up being. And it's a fantastic love story. It's more actualized. There's actually a story behind it. And I'll end my rant with this as to why I didn't like it. Back to the, the essay on quality. Um, I, I pointed out the two diff different types of uh, quality, romantic and classic. And if we're going off of that, romantic is the type of quality where on the surface, it looks beautiful. It's appealing. And classic is behind the surface. It's all the parts, the harmony of the parts, the parts that make it work. For me, this film had the romantic quality and it had absolutely zero classic quality behind it it didn't this oh. movie didn't need to be made there was no reason for this movie to be mm -hmm. made i disagree with that wholly i think this movie definitely need to be made even if it's just a stepping stone to cold war well in that case yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah that's what the point you see you make a great point yoshi because i uh, that's what i hoped you were going to say which was the movie was an inspiration to the director himself. It's interesting because it puts a new light in all those times where at least maybe today and moving forward when we say, you know, masturbatory. And I'm not <laughs> saying that's what it was, but I'm saying that he got something out, then looked at the parts and went, oh, I really love that. I love that. I love that. 
because again, I didn't really, you know, the the aunt force feeding uh, Ida that she, you know, this was this is your family and this is the tragedy, and she's already, you know, she's about to marry herself to God, and, and she's like, you know, I'm at peace with this. My job is to forgive, and um, and I, the storyline wasn't compelling enough for me. It seemed like the aunt was more invested in it than Ida, and I just thought, like, okay, great, so. To earlier when I when there's an open uh, an open window and out she goes I'm like okay great let's get back to uh, let's get back to Ida and, and uh, you know and yeah, let's get like, back to I, Ida yeah yeah go ahead oh Aaron. my god oh well yeah I mean the, to me the character development is as monochrome as the film ah this that's is, good I like that yeah I mean the acting is just it's just subpar and subdued you know it just felt like bodies going through this scenery and like stay there stay very still yeah yeah let me just get this nice picture of your eyes you know like it just felt so underdeveloped yeah and i wanted yep. a character arc i wanted her to yep. suddenly be the bad girl like really be the bad girl right like, not just a like oh i guess i just had sex with this boy oh life is dull like what is happening? Like I, I didn't get like I didn't get that you just found sin and freedom or like what like how do you yeah. feel about that? I don't feel it because you didn't feel it. Yeah, we we just we touched on possible conversations that we could be having, but no conversation was ever had. Like we could we could have the conversation of, uh, and I'm speaking within the film, not us. We could have the conversation within the film of you know, these two different lifestyles of one being one void of sensual um, gratification, one void of uh, pleasure, you know, one devoted to uh, the saint's life where you are, you know, restricted from living and, or, or you could choose to go out and, you know, experience life and, you know, enjoy music and not feel shameful about it or enjoy the embrace of a man and not feel shameful about it. But like you said, Aaron, it felt like we just touched on everything. Like nothing was, she didn't really go for it. It was just kind of like, that's why I use the words, this movie didn't need to be made. I mean, obviously in reality, there's nothing wrong with the director trying to find his voice, which was maybe what he was doing here. And ultimately he did find his voice in Cold War. But as far as a standalone movie, if we're just looking at this movie on its own without any external uh, information about the world, we're just looking at this movie. It doesn't need to be made because uh, I just don't see the point. Uh, Chris? Yeah, I, I want to ask a question to the group, actually, since we have you know this open forum going on, you guys are all wrong. Uh, but what was your favorite scene in the movie? And then if you were going to take that scene and then make the movie about that scene, where does the movie go? So for me, it's the, uh, when she leaves her aunt in the room, she dr drunk and passes out, goes down and watches the music that I wanted her to take the, I don't think it's a habit, but whatever the pre habit bonnet is, take it off and start dancing. And then you get to see her be that kind of bad girl, as you mentioned, you get to see her actually live her life. Ooh, uh, maybe we mesh it with the night porter and she becomes that dancer. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> now we have a movie. No. Hashtag night porter. Uh, yeah. Fuck the night porter. She doesn't need to be a bad girl, though. She doesn't need to be a just, bad girl. Yeah, it's not well, it's bad not girl. Like, bad like just living her life. Yeah, plus you're too far into the movie. We don't need to be that far into the movie. For me, the opening three minutes, uh, the, uh, the nunnery, eating the clinking that's what i loved i wanted more of that um 
and then was this a Holocaust movie? I mean, you know, that's the thing. I, you know, this this topic, these the thematic yeah. elements associated with it have been done far better. Uh, so now we're doing it through the prism of a nun in waiting and her aunt who's got this, uh, you know, very proud history of, uh, you know, but sending people to death and, you know, putting people in jail and, and righting wrongs and carrying this torch and bearing the cross. And I'm like, I don't really care. Um, we're too, you're too far into the movie, Chris. I'm, I'm not that far into it. I really like, if he did a movie on life in the nunnery, which, you know, personally is fascinating to me having a relative cycle through that process. Um, I was, I was on board with that. Yeah, that's not that would that would be interesting. Uh, yeah, let's choose something and make the movie about that. Let's not just like have all these little, you know, like you know, potential routes that the film's going to take. Let's make it about the nunnery. Let's make it about the jazz. Let's make it about her, you know, breaking from tradition, you know, whatever. Let's just choose something and make it about that. If I'm going to answer your question, Chris, it's going to be mm-hmm. when the the aunt I mean, this is too late in the film to Paul's point, but really the only scene that stood out to me was the aunt jumping out the window. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. I loved the way they did that. Uh, just like the casualness of it. I've never seen... Because the thing was, is my initial reaction to her jumping out the window was that she wasn't committing suicide, but rather she was just like jumping out the first story window or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? And mm-hmm, then, and yeah, then like a yeah. couple seconds later, I was like, wait, did she just die? Because you didn't hear the... <laughs> and yeah. I was like, oh, that was cool. So I thought that was an interesting, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't disagree with you. Ah, you're just jumping out the window for no reason. No, it was. That's you know. Yeah, it made the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Aaron, a little. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just going to answer Chris's question. Um, uh, well, I don't know if you're finished with your your points. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I actually enjoy this storyline. I just don't think it's executed correctly in a directorial way. I mean, with we have an interesting point here. Maybe the nunnery shuns her because they find out she is of Jewish descent, you right. know, and maybe that's where we get our story is like she devoted her life to this nunnery and now she doesn't belong because her true heritage is found out. And when she is shunned from the nunnery, now we have a spiral away from God because everything she knew about God is rejection now. And now we have a story. Maybe the aunt and her mesh. Maybe they become best friends in sin. Maybe she's out there drinking with her at the bar and now she's sleeping with random guys. And like, I don't know, like I want like a different arc here. Like to me, it was just this dead weight through the whole film. Like, we get it. You're still a nun. We get, like, I don't know. It just was not executed correctly to so cause it. Little- I love that. I actually love that. I'm now thinking, like, if we put the suicide at the beginning, maybe there's a, a, a scene with the aunt yeah. as the prosecutor, and she puts one more person to death or in jail, and then she goes home, has a swig, and jumps out the window. There's the eulogy. Then we cut to Ida at the nunnery, and the news is delivered. Uh, because you you know, I'll tell you because one of the fascinating, because you are getting married to God. So the mothers believe that you have to look a certain way. Uh, when my relative cycled through this process, uh, 
you know, they're very good about their three and four meals a day and then keeping all the nuns at work. Uh, but my, uh, my aunt wasn't losing weight fast enough. So she got shamed into losing weight quicker and faster so that she could be beautiful in the eyes of God. I mean, these little elements, there's, there's a lot that could be mined in that space. And it's funny that you bring it up here. I think you're right on. Like, it's just like, I wonder, you know, what did the shooting script look like? Maybe they started moving things around because I went, hmm, that I'm still want to be at the nunnery, but I do like your points uh, that they're like, they're in arms now. And now that's a really fascinating road movie, uh, which yeah. I would be like, okay, all right, yeah, cool. take us on a journey. Like, let's see where she goes. You know, I don't want to see her as the same thing at the end of the film. Exactly the same thing. Yeah, I think those are both great points, guys. And I would love to see that those films. Um, a little context for the audience, and then I'd like to hand it back to Chris because I am actually interested in Chris's experience, given that it's an 8.7 from Chris. I'd like to hear more. But a little context for the audience. Uh, the judge, the aunt, is um, an anti-socialist judge, um, and uh, Ida, uh, like mentioned already, is uh, Jewish, although she didn't, doesn't know it, um, and her entire family was killed by um, a... Polish man who was fostering her family, hiding them from the Germans, and then I guess out of fear um, and maybe desperation, thinking that there was no alternative, the the son of the man who was fostering and sheltering this Jewish family decided to take this family, including a young boy, out into the backwoods and murder them and put them under the ground except for the baby because she was too small to tell whether she was Jewish or not. So Ida um, escaped murder, but her whole family was murdered. And this is a road movie of a, um, uh, a judge who is shameful for, I think being on the wrong side of history and her niece who um, is essentially uh, raised by nuns and is now discovering her past. Um, so, so that's the context of the story. Uh, Chris, tell us your experience. I mean, listening to you guys, I can see why an 8.7 might be a little high. So, I mean, I, I might posthumously after this, you know, reduce it maybe to like an 8.3. I do think the story, yes, while it needs work and yes, while it's not necessarily the prettiest thing, definitely represents a story that is told and definitely represents a story that happened. And not not necessarily saying that like all film that it's truth is is good, but like it is this interesting thing. I mean, Ida only exists because a man couldn't commit the last murder and he shipped her off to a nunnery because she wasn't shown to be Jewish. Like, I don't really know what that means other than like, maybe, you know, if, if she were a boy, if she doesn't have a foreskin or something like that, but like, it's, it's interesting to me that this movie is the way that it is. It's not perfect. Um, I may, maybe an 8.7 was too generous. I was the most critical last year. Uh, but yeah, I think, really I think it's, trying, it's, it is trying a, to reinvent yourself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm trying to do it too. So. Yeah, but Chris, <laughs> if we if we can start the story, <laughs> yeah, Chris, if we start the story with that, then we got a movie. Like, start it with the killing. Start it with the whole family getting murdered, except for the child. And he's like, I can't kill this last child. And he he takes her to the nunnery. Mr. I don't know. Like, Mr. that's a better Mr. story. Mr. 
Mister turn to the wall. Mister turn to so, the wall wants to see a well, whole. As family you're gonna game. shoot oh, them, you turn the Sophie's camera choice to the two. trees. Sophie's choice too. Sophie's choice too. I love it. You do the all lower right, so third, so picture. all you see is I've trees. I've got this hot guy out of all Sacramento, California. He's gonna direct. He's gonna put it on sticks, and we're all gonna love it. <laughs> Meryl available? I think she is. The no, movie I, opens. I Jews <laughs> in a trench. Who's wrong? <laughs> Subtitle: Which one? Uh, take, my we baby, gotta... take my baby. Take my baby. Well, look, uh, Wait, I, uh, don't take it. No, sorry. <laughs> so, Chris, what did I'm just I, I'm yeah, know, nobody's right or wrong here. But, Chris, you, did you so was it just captivating to you? Like you couldn't take yeah. your eyes off the screen? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, just... I, I, I mean, let's, let's address the obvious. I, I watched this movie without ads. So like the an hour and a half that I spent with this movie was like just enough to dip a toe in and like get the. Evoke, get the evoking emotions of it without being too slow like it was i thought it was paced very well there were areas where they kind of held on things for a little bit long but i i saw the intention there and I, i'd be i'd be happy to go into cold war with you know a little bit more of a scrutinous opinion but like this movie in in comparison to the other two as well like definitely had a story for me definitely went there with the story and and pushed the characters to a point where they have to make a decision unfortunately the characters in the story make the wrong decision uh i don't think the movie should have ended with ida going back to the nunnery or if she's going back to the nunnery maybe having like a little bit of a fit at the end of like when she's actually being i don't know what the word is consecuted or something uh but i don't know i i Maybe you're right. An eight point seven is maybe too high. Maybe maybe I got a little dyslexic. I meant to meant to say seven point eight. <laughs> well, it is a surprising ranking from you, in my opinion. Um, though you're entitled to it. My closing remarks would just be that um, what did what did I learn and what did Ida learn? And I would say not much. I mean, she <laughs> learned a whole lot. She learned a whole lot, but nothing really changes. I mean, at least not for the audience to see. Um, you know, she she tipped her her toes in love she she dipped her toes in love she dipped her toes in life outside the nunnery and like you said she ends up back there i don't know i didn't learn anything and and, and this is the age old age of innocence argument for me which is that you know uh this wasn't hard to look at it was just hard to enjoy it was just hard to understand why i why i watched it any closing remarks guys uh, I think you said it. Probably the uh, the absence of something for us to grab onto is what's uh, making this maybe not our most stimulating conversation. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm with you. I really like it. But I, I the 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 uh, the argument Aaron made uh, about you know reconstructing this story and what works for him as a director, I think was was most compelling. That it's interesting because you know I think as a society we're trying to figure out like okay we come on the show and we're all going to talk at you guys, you're going to look at, you're going to like us or thumb us down, but then all of a sudden we we hit on a point like that where I'm like oh yeah let's move the story around. I'm like oh because I went into it and I'll probably invoke it on our next film. I'm like I'm looking at this. The way I probably looked at Vampire, right? I'm like, okay, my what am I missing here? You know what? I'm not as proficient behind the camera as Aaron and Yoshi. Let me at least give this a good, a good, you know, like a seven three or something, and, and let's open it up uh-huh. for discussion. And maybe we, you know, we we come <laughs> and it's great because then, uh, like, I fully understand Aaron at at, at what five point nine, five point eight. I get it. I'm like, okay, I I got it. Yeah, this missed the mark. 
and it's okay to punish those who miss the mark. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, it's, uh, it's some variant of poor bordering on fair. I'm like, okay, I got you. I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think that, you know, it's our conversations are more interesting when we're not so focused on our opinions, but that right. there needs to be a good movie for that to happen. And yeah, no, you're I mean, right. Like, I, 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 I think that the reason why our conversation sticks to our opinions is because there's just not much to talk about. In my That's opinion. exactly it. And people are just going, Oh my God, what is this? You know, it's like, yeah, but I would watch cold war. Um, I, yeah, I think we should I bring know. that on. I'd be very curious to see uh, now that we've seen Same. this if Chris likes it less or more, and if you guys like it more. 